Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. What he does, he makes it look so easy. You know, he dropped 21 boards, and everybody talking about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling. Everybody's physically strong. 30 points. People say he doesn't want to doesn't want to score. He gives you 32. I um, mean, then 10 assists. It's just he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And like I said, it's just free throwing. His touch, his creativity, his no look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I could go down the line. He's he's uh, a special player. Special special player. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's an easy Friday show, folks, as we are in the home stretch now, heading right into the weekend. We've been talking about some NBA, some college baseball, some college basketball. So many things going on. Of course, can't forget the Belmont Stakes and uh, horse racing and all the fun stuff going on there, too. It's been a busy one, and I know we're going to continue to have some fun because we have, just like we do every single Friday around this time, Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And Steve, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Good. You going through withdrawals because you don't have a game or place to go this weekend? Uh, a little bit. I was hoping for one, one, <laughs> at least one more weekend in Fayetteville because it's you know always good to go home. But yeah, that, that it's unfortunate, Sully. It's just unfortunate. We all, I think everybody, just thought that it, it, they'd at least go into the Supers, maybe even to Omaha because of how great the season had gone. But baseball can be a cruel mistress like that, and unfortunately, Arkansas is going home for the first time in the regional since 2017. Yeah, yeah, they've been a team that's so good all season about finding a way to win and you just thought they were built for the postseason at least these short series with their pitching and then tcu came in and ruined plans i mean i we knew they were good but never anticipated the team would put 20 runs on hogs at bomb walker stadium or any place you know that was just unbelievable everybody's feeling it right now sully but um in reality the deeper you go it seems to sting a little bit more so of course you know you you want to go past the regional, super regional, get to the College World Series. But I think this could be easier to get over than, you know, if it ends, if it would have ended this weekend or even if it ended, like, at the end of the College World Series and you don't come away with a championship. It seems to sting a little bit more if it's deeper into the season. Yeah, especially when you're an Arkansas fan because mm-hmm. we've made those runs. And uh, the reality is, you know, we've won more games than any other program since 2017. And, you know, we're in it to win it just about every year. And sooner or later, they're going to get that championship. And not many teams can say they've achieved like Arkansas so high, well, you know, since 2017. We're on an incredible run right now. And to a degree, we're spoiled that, you know, you, you either form your vacations around, you know, avoiding, you know, late June – or you're forming your vacation for Omaha, <laughs> either one of the two. You know, you're either avoiding being out of town when they're playing, or you know, they're uh, you're trying to you know, be in Omaha, which is a great experience. That that finals experience was incredible. Uh, just the, the Razorback fans own that stadium, and you know, and I, I know if they go back, it's going to be the same same story. Well, and I think it's interesting too. So I don't think there's any sort of connection. At least I hope there's not, but. You know, you win the SEC and the SEC West this year out in the regionals. You know, a couple of years ago, you won the SEC and SEC tournament. You're out in the super regionals. It's almost like 
hey, don't, you don't almost don't want to win the SEC because those are the years that normally Arkansas goes the furthest. And I know there's probably no correlation there, but I just find that fascinating that it seems like the best regular seasons Arkansas has had here recently are the ones where they actually end up going home a little bit early. Yeah, I think the this year I pointed the injuries and, you know, were these guys totally at 100% for, you know, uh, 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 an extended period of time after their injuries? And did it take them a while to get back? And, and somehow I'll look back at this team and see all these good pieces in the lineup and try to figure why they didn't click. You know, when you look individually and you look at that lineup and you got Joe's and Borfin, you got Cal, and you got Wagner. You got so many, so many great pieces in there. Digs, you got so, so many good guys. And how does that lineup go silent and really not do much in the postseason at all? Was was that the bigger factor? You think hitting more so than pitching? Yeah, yeah. I think throughout the season, you know, we finished in the SEC. If you look at our SEC conference only stats, we were second in ERA. We were like uh, tenth in average and like twelfth in home runs. Uh, our offensive numbers were way down, you know, and and you can look at a stat. We led the conference with 11 saves, which, you know, indicates to me that, you know, you, put, you won a lot of close games. And, you know, you know, you get kind of fooled because college baseball right now is an offensive game. So you think a 6-4 game is not a good pitching game. That's an elite pitching game now. Hmm. <laughs> really and that's the way that college game has changed because it's gotten far more offensive. Speaking with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Sully, we've talked a little bit about it, too, and I'm sure you've been thinking about it. Uh, the next year, it seems like right now, we, we know that anything's possible when it comes to players staying, going, transferring, whatever, but it seems like right now you, you have a good amount of pitching coming back. You're going to have to replace a lot of guys in the, in the field, especially in the outfield. They have the number one recruiting class, but we know that's going to get wrecked by the MLB draft. Just where it sits currently, how do you feel about next season and some of the guys that will be on campus and also uh, some of the things and some of the issues maybe they'll have addressed that should be better next year? I feel better about replacing the position guys than I do if I had to replace my pitching. You know, when you've got Hagen Smith and Tiger and they got just high hopes for Gage Wood, Will McIntyre could be back. We don't know about Hunter Holland. I mean, we've got and we got Ben Bybee and Fouch. We got a lot of guys that you know got experience this year. So I think our pitching staff is is, is going to be loaded for next year, and I like that <clears throat> because pitching will keep you in games. And uh, I I just think the way they did this year, and the way they selected people, uh, I mean, they did such a great job filling all the holes this year. I mean, I can't think of one guy who they who slotted in. Who didn't you know perform up to expectations? Maybe Parker Rowland didn't hit as well, but he defended so well. John Bolton became a guy who got on base. Those are the only two question marks. And Bolton was such a good shortstop. And I don't think Dave Van Horn is going to sacrifice defense for you. Won't see those one tool guys. You know those two hundred and seventy pound first baseman that can't play anywhere or DH that can't play anywhere in the field. I don't think that guy comes dark. KTV did a Razorback baseball special. And uh, there was a segment that had a focus on some of the in-state players, which is always interesting. And Lone Oak is a city that's starting to develop plenty of players that are going to Arkansas and playing baseball. Is that crazy? you got three guys committed as juniors. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of level of play we're getting there. And, you know, you, 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 know, you get certain towns to get the reputation, like Woodlawn is a big baseball community. And, you know, we automatically think of Lone Oak because of Casey Martin. and But, you know, these kids are, <coughs> excuse me, are good enough where Arkansas is offering them, you know, as juniors, which is, uh, and the great thing about baseball is, baseball is where, you know, football was back in the 70s, where every in-state guy that gets basically offered commits. And, they you know, they've got a lock on the uh, Arkansas recruits in-state recruits Arkansas baseball does. Yeah, one thing that uh, you you also talked about on Twitter, and I know we talked about it uh, just uh, on the show, is uh, with the season coming to an end was uh, was unfortunate, but you know, seeing the parents and the families that are out there and and, and the, the reaction and the social media posts, whether it's Wagner or, J- or Jace Borfriend or uh, Brady Slavens, it's like 
it's kind of a, a sad thing, but it, you know, it just shows you that it, you know, yeah, fans are upset that didn't go the way that they wanted, but those players are the ones that uh, nobody's more upset about them or for them than they are about not making it far in there. And it's just, it's one of the things that kind of keeps you in reality and keeps you in check that, you know, when you see these guys playing their final game, it meant something to them, especially the long careers some of these guys had, like a Brady Slavens. Yeah, and you think about the guys who, you know, like John Bolton, who played at Austin P, and that's like going from the, you know, Class A minor league baseball to playing for the Yankees or the Red Sox. You know, I mean, think about that. And, and you got to spend one year. And, you know, what's great, what's great uh, uh, to read are all the one-year guys and how much this year meant to them. And, you know, I was talking about the Carpenter last night, and he said Michael Turner will still call him periodically and ask for, you know, like hitting advice or look at tape. And that he, you know, he played in another school, but he's a Razorback, you know. And, and it's amazing you can spend – you know, three years in another place, develop relationships, but you spend one year in that Razorback uniform, and that's kind of your alma mater because it's it's so totally different from the other experiences, especially if you go out west, you go to Stanford or those places. They don't have – you're going to see in these super regionals that the difference in the atmosphere there in Bob Walker Stadium. And um, it's just – a different deal to play for Arkansas. And um, I, I think now with social media, they can sell that to recruits, so these one-year guys, and how much these guys enjoyed it. They all played well, too. Like Josenberger was a better player than he was at Kansas. Uh, I think Wagner was more explosive at Arkansas than he was at Creighton. And um, I just think when, you're, when, you're, when you have those guys having such great experiences and you have the facilities Arkansas has, probably the best indoor in the country, great fans. Uh, you can pick, pretty much pick and choose who you want. Who are some of those players on the current roster that you see moving on that you don't think they're coming back? I don't think most of them are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Hunter Holland is, I think every position guy is leaving, except for, you know, the ones that can't, you know. And, uh, you know, people are saying Cali. I just think you get to a certain age and you try to think, if I want to play pro ball, i got to go now. You know, and that's the thing I think about the older guys. You want them to stay. If they have any hopes of playing pro ball, they got to start that clock and going. So it's almost and, like uh, go go ahead. It was like last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like it's it's taking us back as a deja vu to where we were last year, where uh, we didn't expect it going in more so than you know we expected probably more so now, but uh, it was a complete roster reset, and that's kind of kind of where it is now. That's what Mus has been doing, and. Looks like DVH, he's doing that now, also. Yeah, he's had it. You know, you think you got back, you got Diggs. You know, you think Peyton Holt will probably come back, but we don't know for sure. Um, and, and you have Peyton Stovall, and you don't have much else. Huh. <laughs> That's the reality. You know, the big question mark is, is the highly touted freshman like Jason Jones, Reese Robinette, who got very little playing time at Arkansas, will they come back? Or will they say, hey, I didn't get a look, I'm going someplace else. And you know the poaching's been going on. But since they were so high prospects that other schools have been looking at them when they were on the bench and trying to probably go after them then. Because tampering does go on. And um, that'll be the big question, whether one of those guys can step up and fill a hole where you, where you have competition. But it makes for an interesting fall where you're going to have just all kinds of position battles. And, you know, I feel a lot better about filling all the holes this year because I saw how well they did last year. And um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what kind of team they put together. And it's, hey, props to Dave Van Horn. He's an older coach. He doesn't tweet. He doesn't do any of that. Hmm. And he's able to adjust to this new world of the, the portal and the uh, NIL. I guess that could be the silver lining, too. The season ends a little early. You get a jump on some of the transfers and, and some of the guys that you could bring in. Because it seemed like uh, like LSU kind of last year was one of those teams. I feel like they got a, they got a jump on it. And we know that the, they're going to have to address some needs. And maybe some guys will uh, you know stay on campus or whatever. But if they need portal guys, I'd rather be getting ahead of the curve instead of uh, waiting and around just to see who is uh, going to end up entering the portal at this point in time and maybe miss out on some other players, too. You hear Musk talk about that all the time, but Musk seems to do okay in the portal. <laughs> and, but I think uh, 
I think the portal has been co- become such a big part of every program that they are shopping every day. They are looking in that portal, and they've already reached out to guys. I mean, it's a. Uh, I think once the season ends, they're all over these guys. You know, as far as you know who they want and and, and, and where they're going to go, and uh, they're probably doing research on these kids. And, you know, and, and and coach has mentioned that he's not going just for the highest rated guys. He's going for good fits and good teammates. And um, and I believe him too. I don't think that's just lip service. Uh, I don't. I don't think you. They'll go with a guy with a big attitude or a me guy. You're not going to see him say it. You mentioned DBH not being on social media, and that's kind of what you need to do to be able to recruit well these days. But do you think that's uh, because of what Arkansas has built? And, uh, and you know, these players see that they can go there and win and maybe some credit to the assistant coaches also. Yeah, I think you got a, I, I think you got a reputation, though, that he's a player coach, too. And, um, you know, I don't think anyone is not coming to Arkansas because Van Horn is, you know, 60 or something. You know, they're coming, they're coming because we have more wins than any other program since 2017. We have an incredible facilities, an unbelievable fan base. I mean, it's an easy program to sell. I mean, when you have your major league guys coming back to your facility to work out because your facility is better than their major league facilities, uh, you know you got a good place you're working out in. And, that, and that's where Arkansas is baseball-wise. So I want to shift gears a little bit and talk uh, some basketball with you. Grant Nelson's on campus as we speak. Everybody's excited about the possibility of him joining the team. Hopefully we know soon because it looks like it's between Arkansas and Alabama. If he decides to come to Arkansas, though, what type of player and what type of impact do you think he'll have on the team next season? Well, he just looks like a great team player. He looks like he fit our system. I mean, he's not the back-to-the-basket. He's the, you know, run the floor, hit the three, very deceptive with the ball and his ball fakes. Uh, and, you know, I only see the highlights, so he looks he looks darn good in the highlights. But he'd fit into any system. And, you know, Alabama's desperate. They don't have, you know, Trevin Brazil sitting in the wings, you know. So one thing is sure, if Grant Nelson is waiting. He's going to get he's going to get paid <laughs> wherever he goes. I mean, we don't hear the basketball money, but think about it. When you're only competing against when you only have a roster of 10, you can spend a fortune on these basketball players. Or 13, I should say. And in uh, Arkansas and Alabama going at it, you know you know the one school bus does not want to lose too off the floor because he's lost to him a month of times on the floor. He does not want to lose to Oates. And uh, so this will be this this is going to be interesting, this battle. I, I, you know, Must doesn't want to lose this one. No, because it almost feels like if uh, Grant Nelson is added to the mix, you first, first off, you have all your scholarships taken up, but uh, it seems like the offensive side of the ball will be as good as it's ever been. Maybe the talent overall, but that's – listen, you know Musk is going to have good defenses. It's kind of like it was Sam Pittman. You know he's going to have a good offensive line no matter what. Yes. But it's just been yes. waiting on the offense, which not say it's been bad, but just it hasn't been to the level that you need to have it at, and it looks like on paper that you have a – bunch of guys that can score in many different ways and hopefully this would be the year that they can really take a step forward offensively as a team well remember when he came he sold us all in this pace and space and we have seen nothing of that we have not seen him with throwing up threes we've been our philosophy under him because he found out he could win this way has been to assault the rim you know attack 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 and and defend and that's been our, our secret to our success Get to the free throw line when well, we were good, really good. Two years ago, we got to the free throw line more than anyone in the country. And when he came here, and what he did, his previous school, Nevada, was space the floor, shoot the threes, penetrate. They were threes and free throws, threes and free throws. Not much, not much mid mid range game. Then he got some guys that were pretty good in the mid range, and he started to. We weren't shooting the three very well. So we, he found out you could win assaulting the rim and getting to that free throw line. And that's what we've kind of gone to. But I think he's seen, maybe even last year, that you, if you don't have that three threat, you've got a, you've got a limit, a ceiling. You're not going to get to a, a, the, a, the elite. You get to the elite eight, but you're not going to get to the final four. You're not going to get over that hump. You know, he wants to win a national championship. And I think 
you've got to be dynamic scoring. And, you know, we had trouble. We had some runs last year, but you never, you didn't see us constantly go on with like those Nolan runs of like 15 to 3, 16 to 2. You saw other teams do it to us occasionally because we had droughts. But, but we got to be far more dynamic offensively. Now, let's remember we were 8 and 10 in conference. You know, that's, mm. you know, with four guys in the lottery, uh, four guys in the draft that get drafted, two, two potential lottery picks. And, um, you know, that that had to be a high-stress season, and Musk doesn't want to go through that again. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. Well, Sully, before I let you get out of here, I know it's a slower time for, for KATV and you guys in the sports yes, department. So uh, what do you got <laughs> planned for the summer? What you got going on? Well, you got different. Like, Monday I got a little story on an 8-year-old sprinter from uh, – what a great family. It's the Nelson family. The dad is a uh, uh, strength coach at Little Rock Christian. And he's really, it's really an amazing family. The, the wife has, they have four, four little kids. She coaches a track team. And she's got a little eight-year-old Ava that can fly. I mean, fly. We've got a story on her. She's a, she's a, she runs 100 meters. And her mom was a, a ran track at Arkansas. But you, you look for those little stories. Just anything you can, you can hang your hat on for one day. And the, you know what I'm concentrating on? I'm concentrating on today. What I got today after I had the special last night. My, my goal is to get through today and you know, have a little thing on the NIL. And uh, my eyes on, uh, I want TCU to beat Indian State like 24 to 2. Just, just further reestablishing my mind that we played the best team. You know, uh, I, want to, I want it to be so bad that we say, whoa, yeah, we, 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 we played the best team right there. Yeah, me too, because I put a lot of money on them on Bet Saracen, so they better come through with me in the clutch. That's, that's what I'm hoping <laughs> just for. Just bet the. Bet the over. Yeah. Bet the over. Yeah. That'd be a great bet, no doubt about it. Well, Sully, as always, we appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you next Friday. You too. Bye. All right. As again, you know, Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We got more out of bounds coming up next, so stay with us. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Sports Game 4 of the NBA Finals between the Nuggets and the Heat is tonight. Denver holds a 2-1 lead in the series, just two games away from winning their first ever NBA Finals. Six of the last ten times the team has took a 2-1 lead in the Finals, they have ended up losing the series. The past two Finals that has happened, the Celtics held a 2-1 lead over the Warriors and the Suns held a 2-1 lead over the Bucks. A 2-1 lead used to be nearly insurmountable as from 1979 to 2005, the 22 teams that took a 2-1 lead went on to win the Finals. Tip tonight is set for 7.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. It can be seen on ABC. And the Super Regionals for NCAA Baseball start today. You can catch all of those games on the ESPN Networks. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pub Pole Trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's. Your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. 
At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99 if you want to take some food to go. You can order online, curbside, or to-go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Bourbon and Brews is from 5 to 7, so you get some crossover with Happy Hour from 2 to 7. Bourbon and Brews, 5 to 7. So plenty of specials going on at Twin Peaks today. Twin Peaks has daily and weekly specials. And Miss Twin Peaks is coming up, so the competition is going to be on June 20th. June 16th, they're going to have an in-store signing where you'll be able to meet some of the, the contestants from Miss Twin Peaks. That's next Friday. And then the, uh, the actual broadcast is on June 20th, so it's going to be that following Tuesday. NBA Finals tonight. You have the Nuggets taking on the Heat, and uh, it's Game 4. Stanley Cup Final, it's Game 4 coming up on that tomorrow night. So we're at this point in the season where you'll have an NBA Finals game one night. Stanley Cup Final the next night. So plenty of sports going on there at Twin Peaks. UFC 289, Amanda Nunes taking on Irene Aldana. That's going to be tomorrow night. And then also tomorrow you have Man City taking on Inter Milan for UEFA Champions League. So plenty of sports there at Twin Peaks. They have plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to watch it all go down. It's Twin Peaks. Each drink scenic views. It is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. And uh, speaking of the uh, NBA Finals Game 4 tonight, he bounce back, they get it done, or they go to the 3-1, heading back to Denver. They do. They, oh, they yeah. get a win at home, and uh, so we're all even going back to Denver, and we'll see what happens there, and we'll see if we get a longer series. And we'll know more about that if the Heat tie the series at 2 tonight. If, if they go down 3-1, then... You don't think that that would make for a long series, but we've seen it happen before where teams stretch it out if it gets to 3-1. So there's a lot still yet to be determined because we're only, we'll be four games into it tonight. Yeah, because uh, according to Bet Saracen, Denver's, again, favored by three and a half points on the road there in Miami. And so uh, the over-under set at 2-11. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling the heat as well. Uh, not, not pun intended, but just... I think that they're going to bounce back. I think this is going to go into a three-game series tied at two, and uh, that's going to make it for a lot more intense games and a lot more interesting because I'm with you. If, I know people talk about, oh, being down 3-1s, most dangerous series lead and all that. It's like, okay, yeah, but still, I mean, you're talking about if they got down 3-1, they would have to win 
two two of those games and then you know try to force the game seven and uh, you'd have to do that on the road. I don't know. I just feel like that's almost too much for anybody to to try to overcome, especially with a team like Denver. I just need Denver losing three straight games, I guess, is what I'm trying if, to say. If the series is 3-1, you always want to be that team that has three wins because you're only one win away. So three wins doesn't win the series for you, but you'd always rather be in that position the team that's up 3-1 as opposed to the team that's down 3-1. So who's it come down to for the Heat? Like we know Jimmy Butler is going to be Jimmy Butler and got to go get his. I mean, is there kind of a, some other player that is going to have to also step up and, and be able to d- get it done? Bam Adebayo has been the most important player in this series for the Heat. If you look at all the games, he's played well in, in especially the one that they won, but he played well in, in game one when they actually lost. And so um, he seems to be the key. And Jimmy Butler even said, he said that, Bam Adebayo is the key to this series, but we know that they th- they shoot the three well, and that's what they're going to have to do to come away with a win once again because in, in uh, game two, whenever they did come away with a win, they shot it really well, and you wouldn't expect that they're going to shoot it that, that good that they did in game two, but that's been the key to them. And you have players like Caleb Martin, Gabriel Vincent, Max Struess, and even Duncan Robinson that – those are their main three-point shooters, and those are guys that are more so role players. You don't think about them being the superstars, and we've seen throughout the playoffs that those guys have contributed quite a bit to the Heat winning games and, and just the overall way that they played throughout these playoffs. Well, I think that we can all guarantee that uh, the energy is not going to be an issue because that was the thing that Jimmy Butler said that, he was disappointed in the last game. They didn't come out with enough energy, and I feel like that's going to be there uh, in the game tonight. So uh, I know that the Nuggets are favored at three and a half. I don't know if I'm touching that, just because it's like I, I think the Heat will win, but I don't think it's going to be like in a convincing fashion. I think it's still going to be a close game no matter what. But I don't, I don't know. It's uh, that's that's a tough one where I, I literally could see it going either way. But I'm feeling the Heat. I'm feeling like the Heat's going to going to bounce back and have a solid performance there late, and especially. Uh, Jimmy Butler in the fourth quarter. He's done so many great things in this playoffs. Uh, I think that you might see another one of those uh, great fourth quarters by him where he closes out and, and gets the victory for him, too. So. Money line for the Heat, that may be the way to go. Yeah. If, uh, if you're feeling confident that the Heat are going to win, mm-hmm. then money line it. And it stretches it out and, and gives you a better payout. Do they, uh, do they have on uh, Bet Saracen, if you, they have two uh, players on the same team getting a triple-double again, is, is, that, is that available on some now, sort of special? Yeah, that's something we need to look into, some of the props that are going yeah. on for uh, NBA and yeah. the finals. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at one, and this one's, uh, like, again, we're talking about some some big-time specials and long shots, but uh, how about uh, Jokic, Butler, and Jamal Murray all going for over 34.5 points? That's plus 5,000 if you're feeling something like that. Uh, if all those guys well, it has big odds one. on it because it's not likely, but right. if it did hit, happen to hit, Oof. then, uh, yeah, that would be a nice payday, but Kind of like this one where it's Jamal Murray, Gabe Vincent, Michael Porter Jr. all hitting one more one and a half three. So okay, yeah, all that's a good over one. Over one and a half three. That's a good one. I, I'd, I'd probably mess around with that too. Uh, but if you're arguing something also a little bit more likely, and I feel like this is probably a solid bet, uh, Jokic and Jimmy Butler both going over twenty nine and a half. I feel like that's pretty safe, right? I, for sure, Jokic. I think Butler goes for over goes for thirty. So. That's a plus 325 if you want to get in on that. So There's a few good specials on there, a few good prop parlays that uh, Bet Saracen is having there, too. Jokic, Jimmy Butler, and Jamal Murray all going for 19.5 plus. Okay. And then there's a second part of that. Let's see what it is. Uh, can't really see what it is unless... You said Jokic, Butler, and Murray? Yeah. Okay. All 19 and a half plus, and mm-hmm. then there's another part of it where it's Jokic and Murray both. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. Maybe, probably both getting a triple-double. Yeah, because I'm looking at it, it says uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray both assist over six and a half. Okay. Is what it there would be. It so, yeah, that would be, again, that wouldn't be bad either. That's what I love about Bet Saracen is they got, like, some really good prop plays and parlays already built in specials, but you can also do your own same-game parlays and check that out as well. And then so. with the 19 and a half also uh add Bam Adebayo in there. So you're talking yep. about the two best players on both teams, Jokic, Butler, Jamal Murray and Bam Adebayo all going for 19 and a half. There you go. Over there 19 you go. And a half. I still love that they're doing the double R prop plays too for college baseball. You know, if you if you're still watching it and still got 
some good feelings on it too with uh, whether it's uh, the LSU and Kentucky game or whatever. Still got double R prop plays for those. Well, double R, Randy Rainwater played college baseball, so he knows you know his his stuff. When you know when it comes to college baseball, when it comes to baseball, so it's not just uh, it. It's great that they do have the specials that were catered towards Arkansas and Razorback mm-hmm. baseball, but. He knows baseball, so that's why the props continue on. Yeah, like Paul Skeens having under one-and-a-half earned runs and over eight-and-a-half strikeouts. If you're a big Paul Skeens guy, you might be feeling that. You might be feeling that he uh, ends up being really good at it. So, uh, But, yeah, if you're feeling college baseball, still watching it, still wanting to bet some money on it, that would be the way to go, too. So, But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good weekend for uh, a lot of different reasons, too. And uh, the sports weekend, too, whether it's off the court, off the, off the field, and – you know, again, we're turning the page and getting closer and closer to football season, getting started up and revved up, and SEC Media Days will be here. Just a lot of fun times, too, especially with the Grant Nelson thing. I feel like that's got a lot of people's attention. We've already gotten some tweets and some DMs, some messages, all that stuff, talking about uh, talking about if it's going to be uh, Grant Nelson coming to Arkansas or not. But on their actual record, Life and feedback, Colorado kid said Nuggets in five. So he's, uh, he's feeling Denver just going to – Win the rest of them. Win them out. And well, take care of business. He likes the Nuggets. He's a Nuggets fan, so that's where you get it from. Yeah, yeah. It must have been there in the Colorado kid there, too. So, But, hey, listen, there's other things going on. And real quick, I uh, just got a few minutes, but uh, we wanted to get Bob Holt at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline because we know the uh, track national championships are going on right now. And Bob Holt is a big track guy. And, Bob, we appreciate you joining us, man. How are the uh, the track championships going so far in Austin right now? Well, Arkansas's men are leading uh, with his 24 points, and the, the men's meet will wrap up tonight. They used to do a men's kind of a co-ed thing where they'd all they'd have like a women's event, a men's event, but now they've broken it up to where the men are primarily Wednesday and Friday, and the women are Thursday and Saturday. So there will be a champion crowned tonight in Austin. Arkansas's number one rank leading the championship race right now. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but they're in pretty good shape. Uh, they have Jaden Hebert, who's just a freshman phenom, collegiate record holder in the triple jump indoors and outdoors, just turned 18 in January from Jamaica. He's a heavy favorite in the triple jump. And uh, Kerry McLeod, who won the long jump for Arkansas, is going to be in the triple jump. They've uh, got Philip Lemonius in the 110 hurdles, who had the fastest qualifying time. They've got a, a good 4x4 four four relay and some other guys in there. So I'm, I'm not saying Arkansas is you know, like a shoo-in to win, but I think they're in pretty good shape the men's race and then tomorrow night they'll crown a women's champion in texas host texas uh, they've had some mess ups but they're probably still in line to win that but the big storyline really from a national standpoint but also for arkansas uh, uh britain wilson arkansas's great sprinter she's trying to become the first female to win the 400 meters the open 400 and the 400 meter hurdle and she's the she qualified she had the best qualifying times Last night, running those races just 30 minutes apart. They're both very grueling races. And so she'll be trying to sweep that after winning the hurdles last year, not running the Open 400 because they just thought that was too hard with the short turnaround. This year they feel like she and her coaches, uh, Chris Johnson, this French coach, feel like, like she can pull that double off. So that'll be a big storyline uh, uh, Saturday night. What do the men's and women's teams currently stand uh, to this point in the competition? Well, the men are leading. They've got, I think it's 24 points. And uh, um, uh, Stanford's second with 18 points. They took one, two in the 10,000 of the night. But probably the main teams for Arkansas to worry about are Texas Tech and then the usual suspects from the SEC like Georgia, Florida, LSU. But um, Arkansas men won indoors going away. And their heavy favorites outdoors, they had a bit of a, a misstep when Aiden Owens Delermate. Uh, who's the national leader in the 400-meter hurdles, even though he really just took up the event um, a few weeks ago. He's mainly the decathlete, but they wanted, uh, didn't want him to have to do too many decathlons for the World Championships. He's, he's got a chance to win a medal at the World Championships competing for Puerto Rico. And he didn't uh, he didn't advance out of the relay, or out of the, the prelims, which is a bit of a surprise. But they've got a lot of other firepower. And uh, so Arkansas men lead. The women have not scored yet. But, like I said, they're going to have some firepower with Britton Wilson and her two races. Uh, Akira Nugent's one of the favorites in the 100 hurdles. They've got a really, really good 4x4 relay. They'll be running the 4x1 relay. And they have some other 400-meter runners. So, I think Arkansas men, I think, will win. But 
not a shoe in. The Arizona women, I think, will probably get top five. They'll have a shot to win, but Texas is a heavy favorite on the women's side. Well, Bob, we appreciate you hopping on. Give us a little update, man. So, uh, real quick, before we let you go, though, uh, do you think Arkansas wins in both men's and women's? Do you think they take care of business, or is it just going to be maybe the men's? How you feel it turns out? I think the men are going to win. The women, I don't think they're going to win. That's no knock on them. I just don't think they have quite the firepower. And Texas, honestly, should have won indoors, and Arkansas maxed out, and Texas kind of screwed up. So, I think the men are going to win. I think the women will have a great meet. Uh, probably finish top five. And if people want to watch, it's on ESPN2, I think, starting at 7.30 each, uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow night. All right, Bob Holt of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Appreciate it, Bob. Have a great one, man. We uh, look forward to catching up with you later, all right? Okay, you guys take care. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Bob Holt, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Bob Holt's big track guy. He is. In fact, uh was over there in Hoover, and he was just telling me all about the track program. He's been following it all year long, so good to get that little update, and hopefully Arkansas ends up taking care of business. We are up against it, though. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to your phone calls and text messages. Lee is on the line. Stay with us. We'll get to you, and we'll keep it moving with a Razor Hog update presented by True Service and a lot more on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. The Hot Springs Bike Fest, June 8th through the 10th, with live music Friday from the Blackheart Saints and the ultimate Metallica tribute, Hardwire. Saturday, Poison IV with the crew, Tribute Houston, the ultimate Dino Drags, the Ives Brothers Stunt Shows, the Wall of Death, and the Globe of Steel. Poker runs, no registration, and it's free. Made possible in part by Visit Hot Springs. Hotsprings.org, benefiting Arkansas Veteran Support Services. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Father's Day is around the corner, and Muskie Harris Recovery Centers announces Recovery for Recovering, a groundbreaking Father's Day event promising to bring communities together. Taking place on Sunday, June 18th from 12 noon to 6.30 at War Memorial Stadium, Gate 1. This event aims to honor all fathers while providing inspiration on the path to recovery. It is a great way to celebrate the father figure in your life. Be sure to enter for a chance to win Razorback Game Package. Tickets are $20, individual or $2. $200 table of 10. Available on Eventbrite. Let's talk about Mosquito Joe misting systems. Misting systems are perfect for properties that have extremely high mosquito activity and you just can't seem to get them out of your way. It's like having a Mosquito Joe technician on your property 24-7. Great for homes with patios, pools, even horse barns and places like that. If you think a misting system might be right for you, give Mosquito Joe a call. Mention you heard it on the buzz and get $200 off your misting system installation. Visit Arkansas.MosquitoJoe.com. 
Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Razorback outfielder Jace Borfin gets in the zone every Monday, courtesy of Fence Brokers, providing Arkansas with the largest inventory, quality products, and superior service. Call Fence Brokers today, or you can request a quote at FenceBrokers.com. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 1037 The Buzz. Easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. Going to have Razorback baseball player Peyton Stovall join us here in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him thanks to A-State Construction. Uh, I will say, you know, we talked about a little bit of the transfer portal and basketball. So, Jordan Brown, who was a player at Louisiana, 6'11 forward, he averaged 19.5 points a game and 8.5 rebounds a game with Louisiana. The name sounds familiar. He was at Nevada under Eric Musselman. <laughs> He's still playing. And he has just officially entered into the transfer portal. Uh-oh. So, that could change something. Oh, it could. He earned Pac-12 Sixth Man of the Year honors with Arizona when he played with them. Again, went to Louisiana, and now he's going to be looking for a new place to play. So, uh, yeah, keep that on mind. I don't know if it's going to be Arkansas. I doubt it's Arkansas or even Arkansas in the mix because he went into the portal when Musk first came to Arkansas, and... He didn't. There was no interest from Bus bringing him in to the Razorbacks. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because he was a former McDonald's All American too, yeah. and a five star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the guy that was there at Nevada with him. Yeah. That um. Yeah. Yeah. A, highly recruited player that was there. Yeah. People are wondering like why? Why did he enter in so late? Well, if you're looking for uh, nil opportunities, you know, when the teams get desperate enough towards the end of the deadlines, might end up happening that way too. So. Uh, I just thought that was a pretty fascinating thing and don't know really know where he's going to end up going or, or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, whoever he ends up uh, going to, they're going to get a very experienced player because he's been playing college basketball for quite some time. See, they got everybody excited right away thinking if Grant Nelson didn't come for some reason, then that opens the door for Jordan Brown, but maybe not. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, would, I would be surprised. But the fact that, uh, see, he's played for Nevada, he's played for Arizona, Played for Louisiana, and now he's going to have a new school. So four different schools in five years is uh, what's going to be his mark, which you know seems like a lot, but there's other people, too, that have done that. Because Connor Vanover, is he going for yes. four schools, right? Yep. He's yeah. at Missouri. That's right, man. Goes to the Cal, to Arkansas, to Oral Roberts, and to the Missouri. It's quite the spiritual journey uh, going all over the country there for Connor Vanover. And, uh, you know, I, I always like Connor. Like, I, I, I know that you know, people have felt the way about him when he's on the court and all that, but uh, no, he's he's found ways to keep playing and keep getting opportunities, and in this case, go get back into the SEC at a Missouri uh, place of Missouri where they went to the NCAA tournament last year and had some success with first year coach. So. Arkansas is the place where he's played the least so far, and you would expect that to continue because you wouldn't think he's going from Oral Roberts to Missouri to not play. Right, right. I mean. That's that's the thing of kind of not nothing against Oral Roberts, but it's an upgrade in schools and in your opportunities. And uh, of course, the the coach his name escaped me. The one at Missouri, Dennis Gates. Dennis Gates thank you. Like he runs this very up tempo, very exciting, up and down type of style that is uh, going to be interesting to see how where Connor Vanover factors into that. So, uh, but they they love to run up and down. They score a lot of points. They they hit threes. They they do a lot of good things there, too. So it'll be fascinating to see how that plays out for them. But either way. Uh, a few other things going on in Razorback land, which is perfect because we need to get into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Cut! 
Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, again, Grant Nelson is on campus right now for the Razorback basketball team. We'll just see if he decides to take his talents to Fayetteville or to Tuscaloosa. It seems like those are being the reported only two schools He is looking at, but his decision will be made here this weekend, many people believe. So we'll wait and see on that. But also, speaking of Razorback basketball, uh, Eric Musselman extended four in-state scholarship offers uh, since May 19th. And uh, Springdale Jr. Isaiah Seeley is one of those guys. I got to read a little bit about him. Uh, He's 6'7", 200 pounds, has offers from Oral Roberts, Ole Miss, and a few other schools too. ESPN ranks him as a four-star prospect. Number seven small forward and number 28 prospect in the nation of the 2025 class so uh, a lot of a lot of good talent here in the state of Arkansas once again in basketball and four guys that are four stars or above uh, got the offers to Arkansas and also uh, offers from a lot of other different places too so thought that that was uh, pretty awesome just to see how uh, how it's going to play out for those visits and for those guys that are going to be hopefully staying in state if that's if that's the way it's going to be but uh, as we mentioned too, the latest mock drafts have uh, of course Anthony Black also got Nick Smith Jr. going as lottery picks. Uh, the AP has Jordan Walsh going as the 36th overall pick and Ricky Council going as the 43rd overall pick there in the second round. So, if Arkansas gets four NBA draft picks, it's going to be uh, tying a record for them. But it is kind of funny, something that Steve Sullivan brought up. It's like, man, four draft picks, but yet uh, you only made the Sweet 16 and went 8-10 and 10 in conference play. <laughs> it is kind of funny how that is, but uh, you know, it's, it's not like anyone's going to apologize for it. Sometimes it's just the way basketball goes, too. No, the talent funny. is there, so that was something that everybody realized, and uh, you know, when you get a lot of players drafted, then you start to really notice that talent, and especially if they do well on the next level. And it does well for recruiting, because then you get a lot of people that's wanting to come in and be part of your program, because you get them ready for the next level. So there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update, presented by True Service. We'll take a break. When we come back, Peyton Stovall, Razorback baseball player, will join us thanks to A-State Construction. You won't want to miss that, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. This is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could say.